Okay, so you guys saw Bill Burr's SNL monologue where he talks about how the LGBTQ community gets June, one of the best months of the years, and then African Americans get 28 days of overcast. <laughs> All Although, the hate he got for it. I thought that was genius. I wish, I really wish he mentioned something about Hispanic Heritage Month being not even its own month. They Half of one month and, and then, half of another month. Yeah. That's not even a month. And they it's can... not even a Hispanic month. It's two of the shittiest weather. It's cold. No. They get like the last seven days of summer. They Give get me the, August. They What's get the a last Hispanic week. month? Give me August where it's nice and hot. It feels tropical. Okay, alright. Like I don't want fall. I don't want to get pumpkin spice and a fucking mofongo, you know? Wait, yeah. Paul, when is this? It's September fifteenth through October fifteenth, so we it's we it just, just ended, it. yeah. And you didn't even <laughs> know. Never you didn't even heard fucking of it. That's the thing. That's no a one ever shame, heard. dude. I heard of it for the first time two years ago, and I asked my friends about it for Norwalk. They're all Colombian. I was like, oh, like, do you guys like want to do anything? They're like, oh, that's just a college thing. Like, that's just something like student leaders did to like yeah, bring nobody, awareness on Nobody campus. gives a shit, and it's fucked up. I so, never I mean, learned about it in school. No one did. So this is an American thing. I mean, it's not... It's nothing, in, in, apparently. In Hispanic country, in Latin America, it's just history class. Yeah, it's just history <laughs> class. Usually, like... I don't know. I feel like they should celebrate Hispanic Heritage Month more, but I know that each individual culture, like country and stuff, celebrates their liberation. Yeah, seriously. So, I mean, except for us. Yay, communism. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, can I just say the coolest thing ever? Fidel Castro died on my birthday, 2016. Oh, that's sick. My dad came into the room. He's like, mijo, mijo, wake up. I'm like, what? He's like, you know what today is? I was like, my birthday. He goes, fuck no, Castro died. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh shit, yeah, fuck my birthday, oh, dude. Oh my God. It was such a big deal in my family that yeah, my dude. white American mother woke me up out of bed at 6 a.m. to tell me. <laughs> But no, I just feel like there's so many influential Hispanics throughout history that get no love, like, kind of like shit on because we paid for Columbus to come fuck everything up. So we need a day. We need like we can get this. We thirty even, of them. We don't even have Cinco de Mayo. No one knows about it. No one knows about <laughs> no it. No one knows and about you it. You guys took Cinco de Mayo. And we made took it, everything and from made it everybody. Like, you guys made it half price margarita day. Nobody gives a shit about we the real. We are the worst thing that's ever happened that's to the true. world. Yeah, oh no. Oh my god, yo! The worst thing I heard was like, it's just people on Instagram. They post things, and they're like, "Oh, it's Happy Cinco de Drinko," and I'm like, "Oh my god, like, it's listen. it's Drinko de Mayo. It's right there." Like, listen, it's, the, it's right there. It's like Karen, take you, your fucking poncho off. <laughs> Go back and eat your fucking mayonnaise sandwich or whatever it is that you do. Like, just fuck off. Leave the tacos alone. Don't, you don't, don't fuck up. Don't put tofu in a fucking taco. Fuck off, lady. This is why Hispanic Heritage Month is a joke, because we're allowed to put fucking tofu in tacos. talking right now so this will be our sound check when we talk it's like about it's like P- Reese's peanut butter cups like that family guy skit where the two guys get into the accident I'm not a family guy guy no oh uh, there's like the a, weirdest sketch what was it it's like these two dudes get into a car accident and one guy's name is Reese's and the other guy's name is like Hershey's and they're each holding peanut butter and chocolate and he's like you got your chocolate on my peanut butter 
And the cop like takes a bite out of it. He shoots them both, and he takes the idea and goes. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was like the last time I laughed at Family Guy. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm a South Park guy. Oh, I just watched the pandemic special. I didn't. I'm I'm so far. So I started rewatching it when it was on Hulu. Oh. And I got to like probably like the end of season two, and then they took that shit off. I was like, uh, fuck, man. So I just haven't, I haven't gotten HBO Dude, yet. the pandemic special is so fucking fun. Honestly, just turn on Comedy Central. It's literally on 24 hours I now. Cable. It's cr- really? Nah, it's a fuck cable. Nah, I'm about to be there too. Fuck, the cable's too expensive. Yeah, it's Fuck all that. I have Hulu. Cable's about to be cut in my house any day now. It's only <laughs> <laughs> Living on borrowed time. Like, you know what? Fuck this. Non- non-essential. <laughs> yeah. Let's fucking... see how this sounds. Hey everyone, thank you for listening to another episode of Variations of Normal. It's your host, Paul and Ant, and we got a special guest here in the building today. We got my boy, Midday with Manny. Yeah. Dude, Hell were, yeah. were you ready for the 3 2 one? You look a little I surprised. Well, I, you know what was shocking? <laughs> the way his voice came out was like so... Yeah, he, he's a professional. That was great, because it was so different than the soundcheck voice, so he was, <laughs> fucking, he was fucking around there. <laughs> yeah, he puts his big boy pants yeah. on as soon as he hits that record wow. button. That's my uh, that's my hosting voice. That's my open mic host voice <laughs> that I've developed over Dude, the years. Dude, I hate hosting. Really? So, yeah, I don't like it. I don't mind it anymore. I don't I like it. Forward to like, it. I have to host tomorrow, and I'm not. Not feeling it. I hate it so much. What? So hold up. So just so everybody knows, you you two are are comedians, correct? Yeah. 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 Joke slangers. Okay. And uh, you both <laughs> you both host open mics, or is it like a is it like a closed mic? You got to be invited type. Yeah. Thing? No, it's open. You want to come and make an ass of yourself? By all means, we're doing it. Okay. And you you don't like it? Nah, I just don't like hosting. I like going up, doing my time, and that's it. What's but going up in between people? Because then it's like. So if the person does bad, then you got to come and you got to like bring the crowd back up for the next person. It's just a lot of pressure I don't need. Okay. Like, I don't enough. need all that. I, I kind of like it. So I started hosting open mics uh, kind of like my first real year into comedy, and then, which was very fortunate. She's just drinking the water. I love it. Um, She's a fourth member. <laughs> <laughs> so I started doing it with Laughing Buddha Comedy, and I was doing like the Friday night mics. And the oh, so you're doing like prime time. I don't know how in I the got city, that right? Slot. Yeah. Yeah. No. See, I was doing the that's Friday. That's totally different, though. That's like I wouldn't mind hosting a city mic because you never know who's gonna pop in. Like it could be dope, but like hosting like a just like a mic in like a basement in Bridgeport. Why is it always in basements? It's never like in an. Attic. Dude, because it doesn't uh, fucking matter what state you're in. It's always comedy in is is so yeah. shameful, and they just like they're in the fucking basement. Don't don't make a sound. <laughs> Keep it down. Go where you can't be seen. <laughs> Nobody wants to see you get the fuck down. There. Which is great, actually, because when you ever, like I say a ton of stupid shit that yeah. I say it, and I'm like. You know what? That wasn't funny, and no one else should ever hear it again. Yeah, like, could you imagine if like they had uh, comedy clubs at street level with like windows? Uh, well, now with the pandemic, I don't know. if You've seen any of this? There's like outdoor comedy shows, and oh, people God. are trying to do stand up on the sidewalk. It's way better than Zoom meetings. Yeah, honestly, I would tell jokes on a street corner like a preacher, like a Baptist preacher. <laughs> You'd get like a little like milk, a little milk like carton, and I'll stand up there and be like. <laughs> Welcome to the North and Main open mic. <laughs> I've seen uh, comics do it on the street, and then like they start getting rained on. There's a thunderstorm. Honestly, you gotta have one of those. Uh, you gotta have an umbrella hat at all times. Oh, that's not. You're not a good host, then. Idiots. You're never prepared. <laughs> 
So how long have you been doing comedy? Uh, uh, three years in July. Okay. And, uh, okay. So let's, you, uh, you ready to be a little open about this? Yeah, dude. Okay. So let's, let's start with worst experience. Doing comedy? Yeah. (laughs) There's always that. There's There's always that one. There's so many to choose from, honestly. There's always that one though that really Uh, sticks in your mind. Oh, I did a show at Mohegan Sun, uh, Okay, for for those. Oh, Mohegan Sun's yet. a casino. Not yeah, uh, casino so in Connecticut. I don't want to brag, but your boy was at the casino. Oh shit! <laughs> wow, too much bragging. <laughs> Mike down. Mike down. Our fucking stand just rolled off the table. <laughs> I guess my water is helping. It's fine. We're here for it. Okay, so you're um, at Mohegan Sun. So I was at Mohegan Sun, the casino, and uh, the show was um, it was called Paid or Pain. So you go up and you do like. Like five minutes, okay. but there's a dominatrix on stage with you. Okay, and like the crowd, yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh dude. This isn't like the show I just did at Mohegan. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> Your show was dope. <laughs> but no, this was like so. It's, it's a mix. It's like it was really fun because it was an experience I never did before. Like, but like <laughs> it was just so. You've never been with a dominatrix before. <laughs> not in public. Like, okay. All right. yeah, not on in front of my mom. You know, like that was weird. <laughs> So like she certainly honestly, weren't intending to make her laugh. Yeah, no, I was like, fuck. So I was try- I was really trying to be nice to her, like when we were in the back. Like yeah. I was like, oh, I, I like your boots. <laughs> and she like pulled out this big bag from inside her purse, and I was like, oh my god, there's gonna be like whips and shit. And then I'm like, oh my, god, I don't want to see. And she opened it, it was just bottle champagne. Okay. I'm like, oh wow, that's a really cool bag. She's like, thanks, I got it from. I don't fuck. I wasn't paying attention. I was just trying to make her like me a little bit so she's not mean. Okay. Uh, but this one dude comes up to her and he's like, hey, don't touch my nipples. <laughs> this chick was like 5'2". This guy was like 6'4". She got up in his face and she goes, if I want to touch your fucking nipples, I will touch your fucking nipples. And you ain't going to do a goddamn thing about it. You must have frozen. And up. I went, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, thank God. I told her I yeah, I was like, boots. thank God she knows I'm the boot guy. <laughs> she, she's got champagne in her bag, but a yeah. clock in her, in her waist. <laughs> Did you go into this knowing that you were going to be paired up with a dominatrix? So I knew it was a show called Pater Pain, but I didn't know what it meant. Okay. So I was like, I bet. Was like, it on the flyer? <laughs> yeah, it just said Pater Pain. Like, that was cool. it. And it was like, if you if you did your set, the crowd voted on it right there. There was judges on stage oh and all that. God. So, like, if you did well, you got paid. I think you got paid, like, 50 bucks or okay. 25 bucks, which for five minutes of comedy, it's unprecedented. Make it $5 a minute, crazy. Or you get dominated by the dominatrix. Okay. <laughs> what I was not prepared for was for her to be on stage during the sets. Like, was she intimidating? Or was yeah, she... so she had her leather briefcase on a stool, oh, and God. she had her flogger, and she just kept smacking the briefcase. Okay. So, like, you're in the middle of your <laughs> set, and all of a sudden it's like, pow, and you're like, oh, fuck. So, like, I'm freaking out the whole time. I'm forgetting Holy punches because she's slamming it. So I'm like, fuck, man. And I knew the judges, and judges were like, yeah, I don't know, man. We know you. We know you're funny. This wasn't it. To no. And they like, asked the crowd, and they're like, paid? And nobody cheered. Not one person cheered. And I had friends at the show. Uh, <laughs> Not one uh, person uh, cheered. Oh and then when God. they were like, pain, dude, you would have thought I killed the room. It was a fucking eruption. So I was like, fuck. I didn't know what. She, I was like the second to last person to go. So she had used, like, she had already whipped somebody. She had already paddled somebody. Jesus Christ. She had clamped nipples to the dude, uh, clamps to the dude's nipples who said, don't touch my nipples. And oh. he just allowed it. Yeah, he had to. 
he signed up for the show and he didn't do well. But oh, she, he had his yeah. nipples and she was flogging the chain in the middle. It was fucked. It was fucked. So what I got was uh, she poured uh, candle wax on me. <laughs> you should have beat the shit out of her. So you she, could have taken her. Yeah, he definitely could have taken her, yeah, honestly. You should have flipped the script. But she poured the hot wax on me and I was like, well, that's a weird erection. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then like she poured like six candles on me. And then she's like, can I do one more? And I was like, fuck it, we're here. And it just so happened to be a candle with Jesus on it. And I lost my shit. I don't know why, but I just could not stop laughing that she poured like a Jesus candle. Because all the other ones were plain. But this one just had Jesus like coming down from heaven on it. He's just and I was like, all right, you. yeah. I was like, all right, body that of Christ, is, I guess. That is something. That was your worst experience? That, was, that doesn't sound too that bad. That was pretty bad. <laughs> it was pretty bad to have no reaction. Like when they were like, oh, do you want to get paid for this? And they were just like, <laughs> no. Oh, Did any, I, I feel like you're just like, by nature, you're not, like nobody's going to vote. No, like one paid. dude won. He yeah, got one guy out of how like, many? I don't know. I think it was like five. Yeah. One so. out of five. But he like, well, I'm like, how the fuck did you win? That's insane. Um, but yeah, that was pretty bad. I mean, I don't know. Most of my comedy things are bad. Like, nah, nah, that's... They're like... Uh, learning experiences. Yeah, learning experiences. Yeah. Uh, my first show was dog shit. That was Just, like literally my first show ever. Well, I feel like... But it, the guy hyped me up and told the crowd that I've been tearing up the Connecticut comedy <laughs> scene. And I'm like... He's like, this guy is a killer. And I... No idea who he was talking about. So you're from Bridgeport. We're from Norwalk. So I started doing comedy in New York. Where did you start? Bridgeport. Bridgeport? Yeah. I started at Stress. When Stress Factory first opened up, they did their first mic. And I went and I signed up. And I was like, yeah. That's sick. I, I could do this. I went there for the first time. Oh. You got a Stress story? I do. Fuck, I love Stress stories. I wanted to save this so we could like put it in the intro, but I totally forgot. So I'm just going to tell you now. I went to a show uh, two weekends ago. It was supposed to see Mark Norman, but he canceled for whatever reason. And instead of Shane Gillis was the headliner. He was He's funny as hell. He was really cool. Uh, one guy, again, just went up there with his notes, totally ate shit. Like, very, I was like, Man, Like an opener? I don't know if he was the opener or the host. I think he was the host. Really? Either way, he ate shit, and I was sitting there like, yo, I could do this fucking thing. <laughs> and then you had a few good comics. One guy was really funny, and then you had Shane. And then... Just murdered it. He was great, but during his set, in the middle of his set, this guy's in the front row with his girlfriend, and she just fucking vomits all over the place. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like projectile, just like blah. Like she just all over her chest and on wow. the table. And this is this is a COVID show. Like we're all yeah, kind of like is, spaced like, out. Oh, and I was like, oh fuck, thank God. Oh my god. So then god. he like walks her outside and takes her to the bathroom. I think he lets her smoke a Who, joint. Shane Gillis? No, no, no. no oh, sorry. I was about to say. I was no, like, wow, no, what a guy. No, no, the the girl, the boyfriend of the girl. Okay. Takes her outside. She like smokes a joint or whatever. I guess like just what she needs. She yeah, comes, just to calm her down. Yeah, yeah, comes back inside. She's getting through the set. He's like, oh, you good? I'm glad you're back. All right, you know, we're just gonna keep it moving, all right? <laughs> because they were gone for like a few minutes and he's well into his set and he's like, can we talk about that? And then, you know, she comes back and he's like, oh, I'm glad you're here. And then did two he, minutes did he later, like get on him? A little bit, but not too much. Yeah, like he didn't he got on them when they left. And yeah. he's like, well, I'm not going to come back to getting on them when they're here and I'm already into another joke. I'm going to address that they're back and then I'm going to keep yeah. going. God, which is so just good. what you want. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you're, you're headlining. You, you, you can't let someone 
you know, it's my the show, damn it. Show, right? It's yeah, my exactly. show, goddamn it. Exactly. Until she threw up again. <laughs> <laughs> Was she double downed? Yeah. yeah. Oh, fuck. So I think it actually worked in their favor because the guy just took her out of the club and I don't think they paid the two drink minimum. Sons of bitches. That was fake vomit, so they didn't have yeah, to pay for that. Yeah, I was going to say, that's a son. Oh, no, it was real. They had to get, a, a like, a fucking NASCAR pit crew in here and just take the tables out. They had people spraying and scrubbing. And Shane, total professional, is just blowing right through it. Like, <laughs> I love it. It was insane. That would fuck me up. So I haven't I'd be like, uh, <laughs> what do you do? Couldn't wait till I'm done. <laughs> yeah, right? But, you know, Your I mean, mom is that mom? What are you doing here? You just gotta, you just gotta clean up that vomit. You can't just have it. Can't, yeah, you just have it ferment. The, yeah. No, oh no way. Oh, so. and it's carpeting there. Yes, carpeting. Oh fuck. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, they get the hot water. God. <laughs> the hot water, the steam vacuum. Yeah, oh, it's so a whole process. I have never performed there, but no? I, I saw a, a show. They're doing a, they're doing a showcase there tomorrow at seven. Oh, we're, we're yeah. Not, Okay, we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll talk yeah. about it afterwards. Yeah, it's. Uh, I'm, so I'm been kind of like out of the Connecticut scene until recently because I've been stuck at home in Connecticut, where you're kind of like you're in the Connecticut scene, like you're well known. I've talked to people and they all know you. Oh man! So, so you can't be that. You're saying, oh no, yeah, I'm just really nice, man. I'm just a nice guy. Yeah, most of my shows are bad. <laughs> it's like yeah, but everybody in Connecticut knows you, right? Yeah, they know me as the guy who bombed. <laughs> Like, no, he's I'm the guy okay. who got the Jesus wax poured on him. Yeah. <laughs> Never forget that shit. No, honestly, until I met Paul, I was the only Cuban in Connecticut comedy, so. I thought I was the only Cuban in Connecticut, so that was pretty <laughs> No, yeah, so I was like, I was just, everybody knows me, I'm the only Cuban guy, because I do Cuban jokes, so everybody knows those. Okay. So that's how I was in New York City. I was like, I'm, my whole bit was about how, because, you know, I'm, I'm, a white Hispanic, so everyone's just everyone's like, oh, you, you know, why do you have two Hispanic, like, last names? Yeah. You know, my full name is Paul Jorge Valdez Rodriguez. Like, it's very, so then oh, you got man. someone who looks like me. People are like, you know, you don't look Cuban. You don't have any Cuban features. <laughs> and, like, my big joke is, it's like, no, like, I look Cuban when I'm naked. And then everyone's like, oh, is this supposed to be some kind of Cuban dick joke? And I'm like, no, I'm just saying we're not a hairless people. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I don't know if you can tell because I just shaved an hour ago. Yeah. <laughs> my five friend, I don't know if you can tell from my five o'clock shadow, but my beard connects no, down to my ankles. Like that, that's, that's the bit. See, I've never seen you. That's crazy. Yeah, I've, I've never seen I've you never either. seen you perform. We've never seen each other perform. We've been on the same show, but we didn't get to yeah. see. But how we were, whoa, how do you, you're on the same show. But we were competing see. against each other. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. Was it a competition? Yeah, show? that was the residency show. Oh. Yeah. Did you get it? Yeah, I did. Fuck, we tied. <laughs> <laughs> it was more of an audition than a competition, but... Well, you'd be surprised by some of the people who performed. Because I got to see a couple. Because I, I told... I went up to um, Rich, and I was like, hey, uh, I'm going up in like... I was like, they told me I'm going up in like two people. Can I just go in there and wait? He goes, yeah, fine, whatever. Man, it rough. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? The confidence to go up with that material... Like, that's crazy. I don't even have that. Oh, my God. I was in the it was crazy. green room trying to, you know, talk to the host, and he could give a fuck less about who I am or anything about me. The host. Pat? No, it was Troy. Oh. Yeah. So, like, in his defense, like, he's been, you know, this is a regular day. It worked for him. Yeah. And I love And you got, Troy. like, all these amateur comics who are like, yeah. I'm in New York. I'm going to be a comedian. Yeah. I've watched Miss Maisel. <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> and, and then he, I'm trying to make conversation with him. 
And then I'm watching, and there's this guy. I think he was before me, or I don't remember. But this guy went up there, and he forgot his jokes. No, I was there. I was in the room. I was watching that one. Okay. And he was like, yeah, I, f- I forgot all my So material. that must have been after me. And I'm just like, how? The nerves, man. I'm like, I don't know. Like like, but he stood up there. That's what I don't understand. Like, he forgot all his material. He stood up there. I think he said a couple things. He had, like, ten heads there to see him. And he got some laughs. Mm-hmm. But it's like, dude, I, if I go up there and I, don't, and I blank out my material, I'm fried. I'm done. I can't, I, I can't mentally recover from it. Oh, no. I, when I first started, and I was legit hosting, so I don't know why anyone ever cared for me. But there was, I, I'd you forget my jokes. Then? I mean, yeah, I was a good host. Uh, a lot of people had told me I was a good host, and they're like, oh, you know, like, you're good on stage, you're, like, you're likable, which I didn't know in comedy is, like, a huge problem. You have a likable face. Well, thank you. That's what it is. It's, like, a real friendly face. Well, that's good to know. Yeah, I, I can't host. I look like I'll rob you. So you don't, you don't get it because when comedians are trying to do stand-up, they need to get the audience to like them. That's half the battle. Like, I've seen, I've done a show, and I've told you about this, where I've done a show, and... I did well, and a guy comes up to me after the show, unprovoked. I don't, I don't know this man. Mm. And he goes, I really didn't want to laugh at you. <laughs> so, sorry, man. Like, yeah, uh, sorry. And he's like, but I did. You were really funny. I didn't want to like you either, but I did. And I was like, okay. Why? Like, yeah, <laughs> why, yeah, why, sir? I have no idea. But like, people have said that, like, oh, you're likable. And I'm yeah. like, okay, great. Am Isn't I that the best though? feeling, though? It like is. when someone comes up to you after a show unprovoked. Yeah. And like, oh. oh, and when they like quote your own jokes to yeah, you. Yeah, I'm like, oh. that, You feel like you made it. You're I'm like, like someone, yeah, you're like, this guy's going to write my Wikipedia page. Or you hear it and you're like, wow, that's a really stupid thing to say. Why the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't be a catchphrase now. <laughs> yeah, so I've seen comics post on Facebook. They're like, I just, I want people to like me on stage. How do people like me? And I'm like, yeah. oh, so this is a huge problem. Yeah. Yeah, because it's, it makes your material go over easier. At least in my experience, if you yeah. can get the crowd to like you. So the other thing is, it's like psychologically, like you're, you're literally physically above them because you're standing on yeah. stage towering over them. So yeah. they're already like, Who the fuck is this guy? To fucking mm-hmm. tell me what's funny. If you can get them to laugh on the first joke, it's over. Yeah, they're so butter. You got to get them on your side. So people have told me they're like, oh, Paul, like. I've I've heard so, I've heard weird things. People are like, like oh you know you're too good looking for comedy, which I never thought. And it'd be like humble brag, right? Humble brag. So then another as, guy, as this, this is a gay guy. Too. He tells me, well, if your jokes don't do well, at least you're fun to look at. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? Well, you said on you're here? funny to look at. Fun to look at. Oh, okay. I was about to say that's mixed signals there. Someone tells you you're too pretty. Someone says you're funny looking. Right. So then I had to find out the hard way that like you have to like do a little self-deprecation to let people know you don't think you're better than them, even though you might not. Yeah. For whatever reason, if you like dress real nice, oh. you're like tall or whatever the fuck, like anything that could be like put you in favor over the average person, whatever it could be. You have to let them know that you're, you don't think you're better than them. That's crazy. I've never been on stage and anybody thought I was better than them. It's like, wow, who let this schmuck up there? <laughs> but then, I'm, I mean, I like to think I'm pretty funny. Well, so I get him real quick. Right. So I know a guy who he's, comes from like a wealthy, privileged background. And he Hell talks, yeah. He makes fun of it, right? Yes. But no, a lot, sometimes he has trouble getting people to like him or get on board. 
because they're like, oh, well, like, this is another thing. Like, he's actually, you know, wealthy and privileged, so that, in a way, puts him above them. Yeah. So they're like, it's not relatable. well, fuck this guy, yeah. right? Like, I hate this guy. Exactly. Yeah. So you're like, I hate this guy, and now I'm not going to laugh at his jokes because I don't like looking or hearing from him. <laughs> is that Gucci? Fuck this guy. It's like a weird psychological <laughs> yeah. thing. Yeah, I like, to, I don't know, I like to think of myself as like, a, like just one of the guys, one of the people. Well, that's what I keep hearing from everyone. Like, oh, yo, man, he's the best. He's yeah, friendly. I just like, try and chill and... Working for you? Yeah, I mean, okay, there you go. I'm at Mohegan Sun. I'm getting shows. <laughs> so, um, do you talk to comics when you're like waiting to go up, or you're in the green room? Um, depending on when I'm going up. Yeah. Like once it's like maybe two people before I'm going up, I don't talk to anybody. Mm-hmm. I'll put my headphones in and just vibe out till I go up. And just oh, get really? In the zone. You do the yeah. headphones? I just relax. Like just... your fucking Eminem in the back. Yeah, I actually while. listen to Lose Yourself. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Shadowbox. No. Right? Shadowbox. <laughs> I'd get mom's spaghetti on my sweater. Uh, no, I just listen to music just to like drown everything out. Mm. Like not to, uh, I don't want to hear the crowd for the next two people. I don't want to know if they're laughing, if they're good or not. I just want to get in my zone, go over my set in my head, remember it. Because like I go up there with a note mm-hmm. like of my set, Oh shit! but I keep it under my phone. I never look at it. But just in case something happens, I have that to go to. So it's almost like a, like a safety net. I know it's there. I don't have to use it. If mm. I do, it's there. But I usually remember all my stuff. Yeah. But cool. recently, it's been rough because I hadn't done it for so long. Mm-hmm. So when I got back up on stage the first time, I used to be able to do like 15, 20 minutes. I barely got through three. Oh, I couldn't remember shit. I'm like, fuck. So I went home, ripped out all the jokes from my notebook, and just rewrote them all over again so I could remember because that's how I do it. Oh, fuck. So I you write. actually sit down and write it. I, I have notebooks full. Wow. Like Professional. Dude, I have a notebook. I have a notebook in almost every single room of my house. Because just like random, <laughs> random <laughs> like, stuff. Like a ready, set, go notebook? Yeah, just because <laughs> I, I always have like ideas popping in. I have notes on my phone. Just you got like stuff. one under the fucking yeah, toilet. Like, 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 like fucking yeah. Michael Corleone. Yeah, if I'm in the middle, I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, I got to take a shit. Wait a minute, I got this idea here. Do you ever like grab your gun by accident? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we told you about that shit. One in every behind every picture frame in my house, <laughs> but yeah, no, I just I constantly have ideas. Like that's how this the the comic came up. Like just right, random yeah. so, stuff. So tell us a little bit about the comic you've been writing in quarantine. Oh, man, on this green paper, on this green ass paper. You guys Lime can keep this copy for sure. Paper. I'll, yeah, I'll keep this. Yeah, remember, I'm gonna sign it for you guys too. <laughs> <laughs> like the director's script. Yeah. Oh shit. Um, no, so I don't know. It's just I've always wanted to write a comic book. But I didn't know um, where I wanted to go with it or what I wanted to write. And I noticed in, like, all the media I watch and consume, there's no Hispanic representation. Well, there's right. no. So I know I wanted to talk about this, yeah. too. Especially in comic books. Like we, exactly. We like, we're just starting to get into it. Like, there's just starting to be Hispanic characters. Like, Into the Spider-Verse brought Miles Morales into it, which is half black, half Puerto Rican. Yeah. So, like, now it's like, well, there's a Hispanic superhero now. Uh I like I love watching like anime and reading manga and stuff. But if you look at those, there's no Hispanic characters. There's no Hispanic characters in Dragon Ball. There's nothing. Yeah, like it's a completely untouched market. So that's what I wrote. I I love that for many reasons because I know a lot of Hispanic characters. Like you've, I'm you're you're pretty familiar with like Marvel and DC heroes, but like there's yeah, no decently. like they were all fucking white. <laughs> they were all white. Well, yeah, most of them are. But like yeah. you even get like I think. Hispanic and Asian 
and Middle Eastern are definitely like the yeah like 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 black people are just what? starting to get represented in comic books and stuff with like Black Panther they're doing a Static Shock one now like yeah. it's still not equally represented but like we just got Miles Morales uh, I believe there was a rendition of Ghost Rider. Who was a Hispanic dude? Yeah, yeah, he had like uh, a low rider, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> of course yeah, right? he did, man. So is that is that good representation? Like, I mean, you'll take it? it? I'll take it, dude. Okay, um, I thought it was cool. But I'm talking like in everything too, because like there's uh, the Sons of Anarchy spinoff, the Mayans, which is all about a yeah. Hispanic motorcycle gang, which is sick if you haven't watched it. Because I did not like Sons of Anarchy, unpopular opinion. I've never watched it. Sick, you're not missing much. It's just, <laughs> it's just white dudes on a motorcycle selling crack. Those are some of the scariest kinds of white people imaginable. The crack dealing motorcycle riding oh, kind? Yeah, no, I'm terrified of those. But I think uh, I think Superman's Hispanic. Yeah? Think about it. His name's Clark. Yeah. His name is Cal L. That ooh, that mm. is very islandy. Yeah, all right, you got it. Also, also, he's literally a refugee who came here on a floating raft. Oh, sh- are you saying Superman's Cuban? I, I might be. He's got mad chest hair. Henry Cavill refused to shave his chest because he said, no, in the comics, Superman has chest hair. So that was so, like a big win for me. <laughs> you were like, I'm represented. In Kansas, he was, you know, he was a farmer. There's a lot of farm workers <laughs> in the Southwest. Yeah, this dude's reaching. You are reaching. You can have it. So I mean, is it? Is he now like Superman? Could be. Is that what he is now? It's like, oh, me, that Superman. He's getting the, the ghost And he's rider coming deal. in. He's got like a, a low toothpick in his mouth, gold chains. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, oh, what's up, man? <laughs> what's up, Lex? <laughs> just fucks him up. I'm with it. <laughs> so that's like a big thing. I mean, I, I'm fucking white. So it's like... That shit never mattered to me. Like, it was always just like, oh, whatever. Like, I like the superhero because they're fucking cool. Like, I fucking love Cloak and Dagger. Yeah. Those motherfuckers no, are cool as fuck. Did you like the show? I, you know, I just found out today, actually, that there was a show. Oh, no shit. And I was, it was on Freeform, and I instantly dismissed it. Yeah, that's what I said, too. I was like, oh, new Marvel show. Ooh, Freeform. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that is not for me. But Might like, as well put it on Lifetime. But, like, it never, I don't know, it never occurred to me. I guess it never really mattered to me, but it's like, that's a big deal. Yeah. Okay. Just, so, like, now, like, I mean, even if nobody, if it is nobody picks it up, but if, like, let's say some little Spanish kid reads that and he's like, yeah, I want to write one too. Then cool. I well, did something. Let's kind of dial it back. So you're writing a comic book. Yeah. Um, what, what was like your biggest inspiration for oh, I mean, what, what um, style can we expect from Honestly, it? I'm a big fan of the Supernatural, the show. Okay. That's so, an interesting. So <laughs> what I took from that was the same idea where it's like those two dude, the, the brothers are the hunters. Yep. Um, for all these like monsters and stuff, the Spanish culture has so many cool like urban legends and monsters yeah, and folklore. Do. That's what my thing is. Oh, that's sick. So the whole story involves like the Chupacabra. Oh, I love the Chupacabra. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> the Chupacabra's in there. El Cuco's in there. Um, La Llorona, Santa oh, Muerte, shit. El Sombrerón, like all this stuff. So you get into like the spirits. Yeah, dude. Too. I did like f- six months of research is there, in like, like urban legends in it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so shit. I also use like some Connecticut folklore. That's okay. something I haven't written yet, but it is pretty cool. There's a legend in Monroe about the uh, the Wicked Witch of Monroe, 
and her name was Hannah Crana. It's real cool. Look that's it like, up. Is that the White Witch or whatever? That like Nah, that's in Easton. That's oh, at the gotcha. cemetery. Hannah Crana's buried in Trumbull, but she was like apparently like this really smart woman, and people were like, "Nah, women can't be smart. You're a witch." Um, and her Ridiculous. husband, yeah, um, her husband went jogging on this trail like that he tr- jogs on every day. And one day they said he went mad and walked off a cliff. Honestly, suicide. If you lived with this crazy witch lady, he'd probably do it too. Like, my wife can't be smarter than me. And yeah, he's like, "Who's this witch? She's smart. What do you want to vote now?" Like. <laughs> Look, this is outrageous. Fuck I say. <laughs> so they're like, oh, there's no way that he could have just been jogging. He knows where all the cliffs are. There's no way. She made him. She charmed him to go off the cliff and shit. So, like, she knew she wasn't a witch. So she just, like, played it to her advantage, and she would, like, fuck with people. Like, oh, if you don't give me this, like, I'm going to curse you or whatever. Oh, that's sick. And she, like, played on conveniences. Like, there was a one story where she was sitting on a porch, on her porch, and this wagon came, and they were, like, talking shit to her, and they happened to hit a bump, and the wheel fell off. And she was like, I cursed you. And they're like, ah, witch! Like, <laughs> God, old-timey people are so fucking... When, when did this take place? It was, like, 1700s. It was after the Salem witch trials. So they couldn't try her as a witch because the entire uh, government of New England had considered the Salem witch trials such an utter failure. That they're just like we, they're like we cannot have this ever happen again. So like they can't try you as a witch. Okay. So what happened was, uh, she had a pet rooster, which everyone thinks was her uh, familiar, and it died. Familiar as in for the the for like the witchy shit. Okay. I, I it's, it's like they're connected spiritually or something. Okay. For the unintellectual like myself. <laughs> yeah. So basically, like when, when I guess like a practitioner of magic. Um, they get an animal and they share their life essence with. So that animal is no longer just a regular animal. It's like a spirit animal. And you choose this? Yeah. So she she had a farm. She chose a rooster. Yeah, because she had a farm. Okay. And her husband died. She needed cock. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So... You were fucking waiting. You were I holding on to that one. You, you had what? that shit in your back pocket. You know what, dude? Honestly, off the top of the head. That's my thing. I love it. I commend you for it because I forgot the punchline about Superman being a literal alien. Yeah, well. A literal you know. illegal alien. <laughs> and I've been kicking myself yeah. for the last two dude, minutes. Dude, honestly, that's why we Get need. your fucking notebook out. That's Paul. why we don't need to build a wall. We need a super wall because of things like that. Like, <laughs> we need a dome. We need a dome and all Stop that. Those spaceships yeah. falling in. <laughs> So um, the rooster dies, and since they're connected spiritually, she tells her neighbor, she's like, I'm going to die soon. Okay. She's like, when I die, I, wanna be, I don't want to be driven to the cemetery. I want to be carried okay. to the cemetery, and I, I want to be buried and in the ground before the sun goes down. Okay, tall order. Exactly. So her neighbor's like, yeah, 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 okay, okay, okay. She dies. Put her in a casket. They go to put her on a wagon to wheel her. She kept falling off the wagon. Okay. So, yeah, it's like four or five times kept falling off the wagon. So then they're like, fuck it. So then they ended up carrying her there. But they took so long trying to put her on the wagon, she was in the ground and the sun was already down. So after they buried her, they're like, fuck it. Let's go to her house and see if she was really a witch. Mm-hmm. When they get to her house, it's on fire. Oh, wow. And this is... And that solidified her legend as a witch. Okay. And that is the Wicked Witch of Monroe. So she's in the comic, and I mixed her with the idea of Santeria. So it's just both those two things together. Uh, with like the rooster and everything. Yeah. I found out that I think my family is like a product of something. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Like the only reason I exist is because something someone in my family yeah. reached out to a Santero in the jungles of Cuba. Yeah. And, you know. And asked for a kid. Got, got married like shortly after. 
No shit. Yes. Wow, dude. Maybe that's why you're so good looking, like the Antichrist or something. Maybe. Maybe it's because of all that chicken blood and egg cracking. <laughs> yeah, dude. On my ancestors' stomach. So are you like are you like first generation here? I am second. My father was born maybe a year after they fled the country. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm first generation. I don't want to brag, but... Yeah, you, want, you got that on me. Yeah, you might be funnier, but so I'm first my, generation, my, bitch. My, <laughs> my grandparents came over with my mm-hmm. aunt, and then my dad was born once they got settled. Mm. Yeah, they came... My dad's the middle. They came after his sister was born. She was like a year when they moved here. What year did they come in? Uh, 67. Okay. Yeah, yeah. my... I think my family came in like 61 or 62, and my dad was born in 63. Do you ever ask your family, like, why Connecticut? Well, they didn't come to Connecticut. They went to Miami, and then they went to Queens. Nah, see, my family just came straight to fucking Connecticut. Why, I don't know. We want snow. (laughs) You guys don't even know what snow is. Shut up. It sucks. I hate it. My fucking dad loves the winter. I'm like, you're the worst Cuban ever. Like, you are the literal fucking worst, dude. He's probably sick of having... All that chest hair for, for the tropics. <laughs> all sweating and shit, just matted chest hair. Oh my god, that's gross. Oh, oh, there was something I wanted to bring up to you guys. We talked about it briefly earlier, and it drives me insane. The 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 live action uh, Barney and Friends. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I thought it was always live action. That's what I'm saying. Right. It was already live action. So what the fuck are you gonna do? Because I don't like the idea of them actually reanimating a dinosaur for this. Like, could you imagine a Jurassic Park T-Rex, but just purple, color corrected and singing. to purple, and it's singing, and it's Daniel Kaluuya? And, and they want to do it, like, dark. <laughs> they want to make it, like, a dark movie. And I'm like, what the fuck are you going to do? Have Barney eat the kids? Like, no well, Like, he's singing on. I Love when You while he's dark, roasting. Are you talking about, like, rated R, PG-13? Because I don't know. They just said dark. That He just said, the director was like, I just want to make it... A darker version of it. Like, well, what the fuck are you going so to do? Let's dial it back first before we keep going. Explain exactly what's going on. Because it was so. We what's kinda, the guy's we name? We just jumped right into it. Uh, what's the guy's name? It's the dude from Get Out and Black yeah. Panther. Daniel Kaluuya. He's producing. He's signed on to produce a Barney live action film, Barney and Friends. Okay. He <laughs> wants to make it a dark live action version. Okay. One, it's already fucking live action, bro. It's a dude in a suit. Doesn't get more live action than that unless you get a literal fucking T-Rex. Yeah. Which, I've seen the first four Jurassic Park movies. Not a good idea. It's... it's At all. It's not a good idea. Confirm that he's producing a live action version of the classic 90s kids TV show Barney and Friends. Dot, dot, dot. With a dark twist. What is the <laughs> twist? Is he gonna fucking murder Baby Bop? Like the, the craziest part. I don't get it. I don't understand. The craziest this is not part is he goes. He says something along the lines of like that. It's the first song I ever learned. Like I love you, you love me, and right now in the world we don't have that, and I think that the world can really benefit. Or something along those lines, like having that song. Yeah. He said Barney taught us I love you, you love me. Won't you say you love me too? That's one of the first songs I remember, and what happens when that isn't true? I thought that was a really yeah. What happens in a bio to read? (laughs) He's roasting the kids over a fire with bebop, and he's just singing like "I love you, you love me." Like, like what? I don't. Someone, someone saw this. I'm gonna see it. I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm gonna gonna watch it. I'm gonna go watch the shit out of this. I I love him as an actor, and he's such a talented actor. However. I want to audition to play Barney. I think he could do better. That's it. No, he can produce it. Just, I want to play Barney. Let me do it. 
Fuck it. Terrorizing I am some not kids. Are you kidding? No, we gotta go. No, I'm not going. I'll buy you the ticket and snacks. Maybe. Snacks. Maybe. That's a fifty dollar date. You... Dude, nachos. Uh, dude, now you're just gross. being hard to get. No, 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 no. hold on, hold now, on. Those gross no. We're ones gonna that sneak are just in like the real fucking... nachos. Okay, all right. We're sneaking tachos, bro. Fucking Taco King down the street. Oh, Taco King is delightful. Taco King's my shit. First of all, great Mexican food made by Chinamen. Super cheap. It's super <laughs> cheap, super dude. Cheap. Oh my god. My favorite thing is to get ripped and then order just like a bunch of tacos. You order like ten tacos, it's six bucks, yeah. bro. Oh, it, Taco Bell ain't got shit on this. Dude, this place is fucking awesome. You've never been? No, I think you've been. Yeah, you had that taco say, bo- or that salad bowl. Yeah, that's fire. Their quesadillas, fire. Shout out Taco King, sponsors this podcast. They're fucking Chinese over there? Yeah, dude. I've never been into the store. Nah, dude, go inside. They're Chinamen. That's so sick. I like it so much more. It's so sick. (laughs) It's so crazy. That's pretty awesome. And then there's a Chinese place up the street from there Mm -hmm. that when you call them, it's just a white dude who answers. What's what it called? The, no What's it way. Called? No Bro, way. It's awesome. Are you I call, sure it's a white guy? It's a white guy. I called him. Sure he's it's like, not a Chinese guy putting on a white voice. Hell no. Too perfect. <laughs> too perfect. I call and he's like, What, what, what he's does like, that sound like? Hello, welcome to Oriental. How can I help you? <laughs> and I'm like, Hello? Like, Ugh. <laughs> and he goes, Yeah, can I take your order? Are you picking it up or are you delivering it? I'm like, Oh, yes. It's fantastic. And he double checks your order. It's crazy. Maybe he's mixed like me. Maybe there's an exception to this. <laughs> I've never seen a non-Chinese or non-Eastern Asian person working in that kind oh, of dude, restaurant. Oh, dude, they are. They're equal opportunity over there. They have black delivery drivers. It's fucking dope. It's it, like the fucking dude, League they, of Nations over yeah, there. Yeah, dude, they are so progressive. <laughs> <laughs> they are so progressive for China, man. You got them making tacos, hiring all ethnicities. It's fucking beautiful, man. Wow. <laughs> See? I need to go the next time I'm here. I already ate, but like now I need to like go stop in, take take a look. Only problem is, dude, they're closed on Sundays, and I fucking hate it. Really? Taco what are they fucking? Yeah, I don't know. Mormons I don't understand. Too, what is Imagine the... that. <laughs> Just some Mormon Chinaman making Mexican food, <laughs> dude. That's a sitcom. That? that is a sitcom right there. What's, that's on. That's on the... Freeform tomorrow. What the... <laughs> What's the religious affiliation for Chick Fil A? Christians. Hates gays. Christians. Dude, oh man. Hates gays. I hate it so whatever, much. Whatever it is, like they don't own Oh, dude, I'm so torn every time I go there. I although, go to Popeyes. Although the last time I went to Chick Fil A, um, I was feeling really bad because I was going there and how much they hate the gays because they're now funding this church in Uganda that just legalized like open killing of homosexuals in the street. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Man, this is like the like, shit that I try to be ignorant to. Yeah, I'm like, fuck you, Chick-fil-A. So I was like, you know what? I'm not getting chicken. I'm just getting their lemonade. And I'm getting the mac and cheese. And the mac and cheese was awful. That's an And I was like, that's what I get. It's like an interesting, like, <laughs> like protest. I'm not going to get the good shit, but I'm, I'm still going to get the money. subpar <laughs> mac and cheese. Oh, it's terrible. I'm never going back. They're going to get the least amount of money I can give them and still feel satisfied. <laughs> I think the next time I go to Chick-fil-A, I'm just going to bring, like, my gay cousin. and be like, yo, make this okay for me, please. I... If you eat this chicken, <laughs> I know I can eat it, too. So. So, actually, there was <laughs> a guy at work. stance to take in 2020, hating gay people. I, it, it's bananas. <laughs> it's so, like, I don't understand what effect it has on your life. 
Like, what do you care if a guy is tossing his bro's salad? Like, who cares? Eat ass, homie. I've, do you, bro? Like, none of my friends have ever I'm running for president in, in 2024, and my slogan is eat ass, homie. That's it. That's I'm so for everybody. <laughs> wait, wait. So I got a Chick-fil-A story. I remember um, I was going to go get lunch with some people, and I was like, oh, like, you guys want to go to Chick-fil-A? And, and this is before I was privy to, you know, and they were like, Oh, like, in one of them, one of the guys, it was two girls and a guy. The guy, obviously gay. And he's just like, oh, no, we're not going there. because And he, like, told me all about it. I was like, oh, well, fuck. Okay. Well, fuck Chick-fil-A. So we went to Wendy's. Going and then, like, alone. three months later, I see the same group of people. At Chick-fil-A? Eating Chick-fil-A in the office that they went out, bought, and brought it to the office. And they're in, like, the little, you know, cafeteria Did you area. say something? No. Uh, you should have been like, uh-huh, where's my 12-piece? I was too busy hating my job to go up and confront them oh, and make my yeah. day even worse by starting Sick. an office fight. Like, what do you hey, do, what the fuck? if you don't mind? I work in advertising, so this was at a previous job. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so I do, like, video advertising. That's what I work in. I'm, like, a... Uh, a pre-sale strategist. That's fucking sick. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I've been, you know, working from home. It's been good because... I need to advertise this, man. Yeah, I, I can't do it for you, but, like, I can point you in the right direction. Yeah, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. If you got, you know, a video. <laughs> <laughs> Just make me, like, really bad at it. I'm like, are you Hispanic? Do you need a comic? <laughs> Well, hold up, hold up. So, is Superman not enough? <laughs> is Superman not doing it for you? The, the How uni- about Batman? <laughs> the unique thing about your comic is you're doing it in two languages, right? Yeah. I mean, just yeah, straight yeah. up English and Spanish. Yeah. You wrote both of them, obviously. I mean, you can, you have the ability. I got the skills. <laughs> and where where are you gonna post it? Uh, it's gonna be posted on Webtoons, and then I'm gonna have a small number of hard copies. Okay. So those will be like exclusives i guess if somebody wants to buy one and what's like your time frame are you thinking um the first part will be out um by thanksgiving okay so soon soon yeah about a month shit that's fucking crazy you got like all the art together and all yeah i was just uh i just had a storyboard meeting this morning that's fucking crazy that's legit yeah he's only he's like i'm in a storyboard meeting right now and i'm like oh I was like, yeah, dude. It was great. We had co- I had Banana Foster's coffee this morning. Okay. Nothing to do with anything. That's But that was good. just at the sh- coffee shop we went to. And I was like, I need that. And it was so good. So fucking good. Wow. I can't, I can't imagine what it's like being in a room of people dedicated to creating something. That, it's you know, awesome, dude. It's so cool. And it's like, this is, I've, I've start, I have on my computer, I use a program called Writing Duet, Writer Duet. Okay. And it's awesome because you can start it, and if you play like the premium subscription, I want to say it's like $30 for the year or something. No, that's nothing. You can have a writing partner. So like, let's say me and you want to write a script. We both download this app. I send you the link. You're automatically hooked into it. I type something. It pops up on your computer. You change it. The change pops up on both, and it just keeps saving. That's sick. So, so it's, it's like, like you guys Google are Doc, both writing. Yeah. Writing. It's all, and it has like all the formatting, so you can write different things. They have like uh, TV shows, uh, movies, uh, plays, comics, all this stuff. Wow. Okay, because I'm looking at your um, your script here, and it's written like a legit screenplay. Yeah, well, that I wrote it that way uh, mainly because a I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. It doesn't not <laughs> appear that way. And it two, you know exactly when doing. he, I figured while he's reading this to draw. If I can put as much description before everything I write in, he can have an idea to storyboard, which was our first mistake. 
because we didn't understand each other's vision. Like, I was just like, here, I wrote this, draw it. And he's like, okay, thanks. And then he, like, sent me some stuff that, like, I've showed you a little bit of. Yeah. And it's, like, sick, but it's also just not, it's missing a bunch of stuff. Oh, okay. So we went, and I, I printed out, like, four of these, because there's three of us. And uh, we went, like, line by line, like, paneling out, like, this is going to be a panel, this is going to be a panel, this is going to be a panel. Okay, so stuff. then you had to go from script writing to storyboarding. Yeah. Which I've had to do, because I was a, a videography major. Oh, shit, if you have tits, I'm all ears, man. Well, I... Because yeah, sure. I have no idea. I mean, it's doing. just like, you want to see, you have a rough... I mean, like, you've seen the fucking special features of the yeah, DVD. Yeah, I've seen the, Making of Lion King. Yeah, so <laughs> you know how they do it. They get, like, the you know the frames of what they want it to look like. It's just easier because it's not you know, film. You just, like, the frame yeah. is pretty much going to be the panel. You just, you know, yeah. less detail. That's exactly what I was doing. And it's just crazy. Like, I got so lucky with my artist. Like, I met him at a, um, an event I did, a private event. That one of my friends was like, hey, you want to come tell some jokes at? I was like, yeah. And uh, it was like this big art convention type thing. Actually, where I'm going to have my mic. Oh, right. It's okay. a dope, bro. I can't wait for you to it's see it. It's called uh, Bridgeport, Bridgeport Creates. Creates. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's literally the best room. Because it's like, it's basically a creative hub. Mm-hmm. So when you walk in there, like each wall is painted different. There's different designs everywhere. It's just like a vibe of creativity. Right. In there. It's everyone like... Everyone's come up to me and they're like, yo, I love this mic. The mic, the vibe is so cool, which is what I wanted. That's awesome. Um, but, yeah. And uh, I did the event there. And my artist was there. And he was just sketching. And he was like, you know, $5, I'll sketch you in black and white while you're on stage. $10, I'll do it in color. And I'm like, there's no way this kid's going to be able to draw somebody in detail, in color, for 10 bucks." And it looked good in the time that they're on stage. Yeah. So my friend paid him. He's like, yeah, man, draw me. And I was, he went up, he did his set, and I was off to the side. And he just, he fucking just sketched him out. And it looked incredible. No way. The second I saw that, I went, yeah. Can I pay for I was this? Like, Can I, I do this? I was, <laughs> like, I was like, I found my, I hadn't even started writing it yet. But I was like, I found my artist. And I went home that night, and I just started writing. Oh, shit. And then I, I sent him, like, the first four pages. And he's like, oh, this is really cool. I was like, sick. I want you to draw it. And he was like, for real? I was like, yeah. How much are you going to charge me? And he goes, are you, are you serious? I'm like, absolutely. Your art is sick. You're local. You're from Bridgeport, which is what I want. Yeah. Like, everything aside from, like, I might even not print it online. I might go to, like, a store and get it printed just to keep everything, like, local. Um, but yeah, he's incredible. His name is Jedediah Walker, Jjutsu on Instagram, and the kid's incredible. I can't, I can't brag about him enough. Like his art is yeah, insane, dude. Is he gonna be at the mic tomorrow? Or no. Yeah, he said he's gonna stop by. Okay, he's gonna cool. stop by yeah. so you can meet him. He's incredible. He's a twenty-three-year-old kid. No way. Yeah, so I call like, dude. He's not even at like the peak of what he can do artistically. He's, he's been drawing since he's like he said he was four, and I'm like. The kid's incredible. Young prodigy. It's so good. And he does, like, digital art. He's drawing on his tablet and shit. And I'm like, dude, I can barely turn my tablet on. Like, fuck. <laughs> you know? Yeah, we've seen the art. And yeah. It's great. I love it. I'm so proud of it. Uh, we just got the cover done. So the cover's 100% done. So I think I've asked you this before, but it's, like, a six-issue I don't know how it? long it is, actually. Okay. I'm still, like, in the process of writing it. So, like, as I'm doing the parts, like, I'm writing them. I'm trying to write two parts at a time. So that way I can release them, like, 
probably like a month apart okay. because I'm going to have him drawing it. Right. So it's like we're we're not. It's just me and him. So it's only like I'm writing, he's drawing. Like I have a co-writer and my co-writer is also writing. So it's the three of us were writing and he's just one guy drawing it. So, you know. So he's doing the sketching, the inking, All coloring. Well, we're not doing color. We're doing no, it black okay. and white. That's, yeah. What we are doing is... Um, we're going to do it all black and white, but there's going to be certain things that are going to uh, yeah, be in color. Like, like all a, the flashbacks are in color and just like certain things, like maybe like aspects of people's powers. Like maybe somebody will have like a yellow glow to them or something. Yeah, like a like what Frank Miller does in like Sin City. Exactly. Yeah, so you know that what's cool. like what's colored and what's popping is really important. Yeah. Oh, that's sick. Yeah, yeah. That's, I've always loved that aspect. Like that, yeah. That's, what made, that's like, exactly what Sin City. Like, Sin City um, what was the other one? Second Sin City? No, there was another movie. There was what another movie that was like one? that. Uh, I'm talking about the comics. Uh, but. The Spirit? The Spirit, yeah. Like that whole thing. Well, because the movies were black and white too with just yeah. the color. Like that whole thing was popping out and just that whole thing, that whole idea is really cool. Big fan of that. Yeah, Frank Miller is a dope artist, but there was a, he's quoted saying like, comics are nothing, just lines on paper. I was like, yo, what? You've written some of the best comics in the world. It's just lines on paper. Well, no, dude, Sin City's a Humble brag, I'm the GOAT, so. Like, it's just fucking lines. It's just lines, bro, you know what I'm saying? Fucking dick. (laughs) What a dick, man. Oh, I, um, do you think stand-up comedy is an art? Yes. Do you really? It's a performing art. I don't think it's an art. Really? I think it's a craft. They could be one of the same. I think we're mutually exclusive, right? (laughs) Well, so, like, when I think art, I think of people who make music, people who paint pictures. I feel like what we're doing is honing a craft. Like, you can hone your writing skill and write a novel, but I wouldn't call, like, J.K. Rowling an artist. She's totally an artist. I don't know. Authors are definitely... Maybe I'm alone in this. Maybe I'm, like, the odd man out comedically. Like, I just think you can be really... Are writers artists? Yeah. Are they? For sure. I think they're just really good at their craft. That's just me. Yeah, you can, I see what you're getting at. You know? But you but can argue anything's up, a craft. Stand up, you have to That's get like, up and perform it. That makes you an artist. Okay. I can, I can see it that way. If you just wrote jokes for, like, TV... You're not an artist. You're a comedy writer. Right. You, you I got, think unless you're... Per, so I say it's a performing art, because... So is acting an art? Yeah. You're performing. All right. All right, well... I mean, I think they can be a craft, too, because it's, like, something you work on. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm just, uh... I'm, just not at... Well, like, drawing is obviously art because it's drawing. Yeah. But, like, that's also, like, a skill that you have to build and develop over time. So that's you interesting. you say it's a craft. That's interesting. I'm real, I'm real stoned right now, so... <laughs> <laughs> that's just... I've been thinking about that for a while. Like, I don't think it's an art. But maybe it is, in a sense. Like, we have artistic freedom and stuff. But, I don't know. I feel like we're really good at a craft. Maybe I'm just not good enough to consider myself an artist yet. Dude, you gotta stop with that bullshit. Yeah. It's very negative of you. No, I don't think I'm terrible. I just don't think I'm as good as I can be yet. Everyone thinks that, though. I think every, anyone who's like, oh, yo, I'm, this is the best I'm gonna be. You yeah. Know, like, yeah. You're like three years in, I'm about three years in. If we're yeah. like, this is as good as it gets, and we're just admitting that it's gonna go downhill <laughs> from here, like, I don't oh, think. fucked from here, bro. I no, I don't know. It's like. It uphill is better. It, I don't know. It's like with me, uh, I don't know about you, but when I finish a set, like, the second I get off stage, I was like, nope, I should have said this punchline. I should have hit this like this. Like, I'm super, oh, I'm ready for the next one, and I'm just super critical. I just want to go. I don't live on the performance I just did. I'm already on to the next one, which I think might be a problem. No, I don't think it's a problem. Like, as soon I think as I, I should... hit the stop button on this podcast, I'm like, fuck. 
Yeah. I didn't say the fucking Superman joke when I was God supposed to say it. God damn, he's an illegal alien. It was a funny punch. Son of a bitch. Yeah, uh, it's gonna like I kick myself all the time. Like I just did a show where I the the pinstripe show. Well, I'll get to that after. Oh, but yes. I did the Mohegan show, and it was like damn oh, yeah. near perfect. I could have yeah. opened a little better. Slap hands. I could have opened a little better, but. There was just one line that I missed that would have made it better. However, I got five minutes. I ended at like 4.58. Like I was looking at the Hell clock. Yeah. I timed it perfectly. And it's because you missed that little part. Right. Yeah. So, but the know. thing with that, like when I miss little parts like that on stage, as long as the people laugh, they don't fucking know. Right, exactly. They so the show no with stripes, I totally fucked up. Like, yeah. No one would know. But you know. I know. And it, you, oh, yeah, I know exactly what I you're talking about. I had a whole about. bit on, on superheroes, like our shit, and I had it right in the middle, and I got, I just got carried away and went on a tangent and just went into the thing I was going to close with. Oh. And then... So I you left up, yourself without a closer. Right, because I had an extra minute, and I was like, oh, fuck. So I was like, oh, well, maybe I can go back and retroactively, like, just... Do the transition that I wanted to do. And then end on a tag to your closer or something like that. Kind of, but no, it was unrelated. It wasn't even a tag to the closer. So then it just, it didn't end the way I wanted it to end. And it could have been so much better. Like I had a good set. Yeah. So my friend, he's not going to sugarcoat. He's like, yeah, you weren't the best, but like you were number two. Yeah. I'm like, all right, I'll take that. Yeah. No, I'm so critical. I got to stop. I'm too critical. It happens, man. But I don't know. I like it because I always record myself too. I don't know if you do. I but do. I, when I record my audio every fucking show. So, like, I hear everything, and as soon as I hear it back, I'm like rewriting it. Mm. So, like, I, I'll rewrite what I'm saying, and I'm like, no, this is stupid. This is stupid. Say this instead. And that's like, that's my whole writing process. It's just like beating it down until yeah, so I get something. You write a ton. Like, I you love physically it. write into all yeah. these hundreds of notebooks. Yeah, I love writing. I'm the total opposite. God, I love writing. But, so here's the thing my opening joke. Every time I go up on stage, 90% of the time I make up as I'm walking up to the stage. I've, I've seen a lot of people do that. I'll like just make it the up. room. And yeah, because that's the easiest way to get yourself in with the room. Yeah. Just make a joke about something they already know about or something obvious, and they get that laugh. Your material is just now that much better. So at that Broadway show that we you know auditioned at, right, and I got a show afterwards, and it was at Broadway, and there was this guy... He was heckling the shit out of everyone. That even the pros were just like, yo, I've had it. And then this one guy, I don't remember his name, but he's been on TV. Two people in a row are like really good comps. They've been on TV. They're like going to be pretty good. And then this one guy is just like, no, we got to get him out of here. He's too drunk. He's just fucking around with everyone. We got to get him out. Mm-hmm. And then he finally leaves, with, and he causes like a whole stir, and he's like, Totally just being a huge dick to everyone. And he's just like drunk, pissed drunk. And he's just like, no, fuck this. You guys are fucking pussies. Oh, this is my favorite. And then he just leaves. And then I'm right after that whole thing. Like like the last comic, he just gets off. And he's like, I'm not even going to do my jokes. I just wanted to make the rest of the show better for everyone here. Because it's like, you know, people. Yeah. It was a Friday night show. People are coming in. They want to mm-hmm. see the show. Or is it Thursday? It was a Thursday What, show. the Broadway show? Yeah, it was a Saturday. No, well, not not that. Oh, you're uh, the so residency my, yeah, show. My residency oh, show. yeah. So I got a. You got three, right? Three uh, residency shows. I think shows I got four. Four? I got four. Fuck yeah. So. All right, he, he won. I got three. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> what a bitch. What a bitch. Just edged him out. But, edged uh, me out. He's more handsome. I'm fucked. I got nothing going him. for me. So. Then I go up and I was just like. <sighs> <laughs> 
how fortunate for me that I don't have to deal with that. And then everyone just laughed because it was just like such a such a relief. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's and sick. And it was the relief too because people were in the crowd like, "Hey, shut up! We want to hear the show, not you." <laughs> and it's you know like people are coming in from like Wisconsin trying to watch the show. Dude, my residency shows were so fucking strange. Oh, they, 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 Dude, the they first on one, the first one I had, literally two people in the crowd spoke English. Everyone else was like some kind of foreigner. Nice. Senegalese. Dude, there was like... Not even something you can remotely relate to. Yeah, dude. I was like, what? They were like, yeah, I'm from Uganda. I'm like, hi, bro. Oh, damn. This joke ain't for you. Like, But yeah, my first one was really bad. Like nobody did well. Just because it was like all, literally all foreigners. Like oh, no man. one understood English. The second and third one. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I lied. I did do four. I did do four shows because I ended up doing two in one night. That was cool. I had to do the downstairs room and then I went up and did the small room upstairs, which I absolutely hate. I hate the upstairs room at Broadway. Oh, okay. So that's where I did that show when the guy told totally me. It's so hot in there. It is really it's hot. It's disgusting, it's really dude. It's literally this big. Nice. Like probably from your fridge to here, the stage is here, and then there's like long tables. Like dining hall tables. Yeah, like the comedy So it's like an eight by twelve. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. And like everybody's like huddled up and sweaty. People's feet are on the stage. It's so cramped. Yeah. So I can't imagine I don't know. Like so before the pandemic I was told I was gonna have a spot, a Friday night spot. Fuck yeah. And I was so hyped. And then, you know, he's like you said, he's like, Oh, you know, we'll try to get you your spots. When the, you know the club reopens, you know things yeah, start like going to reach out. Fucking open. I have no idea. I had another friend who finally got a spot at the stand, and that didn't happen either. <sighs> I got accepted into my first festival, got canceled. I didn't do. I haven't done any of that shit. But next year, like I regret not doing any of it this year. But next year, I'm entering the Fairfield Comedy Contest. Oh yeah, uh, I didn't even know that was a yeah, thing. No yeah, idea that was a thing. Comedy festival. Did Canada not know that comedy. was a thing. Pretty pissed. Now I'm gonna do that next year. I'm doing the uh, last comic standing. Oh, for real? Yeah, I'm just going to bite the bullet and go, fuck it. What's the worst that's going to happen? You have to do the show and quit your real job. Yeah, right? I fucking it kill it. Job. Yeah. That's my biggest fear. Yeah, oh, yikes. <laughs> what am I going to do? That's my biggest problem. What am I going to do with all this money now? Like, <laughs> <laughs> But no, I love doing um, I love doing the show you did at Comics because it's, it's a bringer, which sucks, but he pays you per head. So that makes it kind of okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know, I always go, I always get super stoned before I go to comics. Then after the show, I go in the parking lot, get super stoned, go inside with the money I made from the Bringer show, get Krispy Kreme donuts because I fucking earned that shit, and then I drive home. I made $24 on uh, penny slots. Yeah? Yeah. Hell yeah. And then I lost 15 at the table. Well, fuck. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you still left in the green. Yeah, I was in the green. Yeah, the fuck green. that, man. Yeah. I'm terrible at gambling. I remember you said when you did the show, you did it, and you said people were trying not to laugh. Yeah, dude, it was so weird, because it was like they did, it was a really small crowd, and they were all spaced out, but it was almost like they went for specific people, and I don't know if they thought it was a contest or something, but nobody was trying to laugh for everyone. Like, even Pat and Frank did bad. Like, it was just like, they didn't do bad, like, they killed, because their material was solid, but the crowd wasn't into it, and it was like, Pat was like, you guys suck. You guys are this. He's oh like, you guys. God. But it was like in a joking way. Oh, like, okay, oh, you okay. guys don't know. Like, he has that bit where he's like, um, uh, I practice being a stand-up comic, but you never practiced being a crowd before. Yeah. You know, like that whole thing. So he's like doing all that thing with it. But it was just, I don't know. Why go to a comedy show if you're not going to laugh? 
what is the point? I saw a guy up front, like arms crossed, which is like, I don't want to be here and I don't want to look at you and I don't want to hear you. And I got him to put his head down, laugh, and shake his head, which is like a small victory. I always go for that. I like usually, so you know when you go to comics and you're standing on the side about to go up and you can like kind of peek out through the curtain? There's like a. Yes, yeah. So like I'll peel it back and I'll look, I'll look for whoever's not laughing and that's who I'm going for the whole show. I don't care about anyone else. I'm going to make you laugh one time. Mm-hmm. I don't even care. I don't care if they say something ridiculous, you're going to laugh. Yeah. Because so you paid money for it. Damn it. Giggle. The Booker Frank is like 70. He's in Love 70s. Frank. He's such a nice guy. I did so not expect him to be talking about masturbating for that long. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> what else are you going to do when you're 70? Louis C.K. style. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he was on the phone with anyone. <laughs> he's on FaceTime. <laughs> he has better technology. Yeah, Louis is in the fucking past. What a dick. Oh, man. The fall of Louis was like, you, you you were sad to see it, but you weren't surprised. At yeah, all. you're like, like oh, at all. bummer, but I, I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he definitely lived his jokes. He yeah. really did. He was making a film about masturbating in public. Like, he was, and, th- and I think like they a, finished it. POV film? Like I don't know, but like they finished it. Coming and then soon. It's never going to Coming soon released. to Pornhub.com. Yeah, and it's, it's got like some young Soon-up. actress in it, too. Jesus Christ. And they're just like, we're never putting this out after this has been revealed. Jesus fuck. So, yeah. God but damn it, Louie. Get your shit together, buddy. Rip. Uh, I don't know. I still, he was funny as fuck. Rip Lou. Yeah. Well, I'm mad I saw, I missed Bill Burr. You missed it? He was at the Fairfield Comedy Club. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I know. I heard about that. Oh, you missed it, too. Don't make me feel bad. <laughs> I missed it. No. I, mi- I was so mad. I was like, fuck. I, I didn't even see know. Bill Burr. Yeah. I, I, I found out, like, while it was happening. It's like, well, I can't go. But yeah. he did it outside, so I could have just parked and yeah, just watched. Yeah, he could have just walked from the parking lot. Walked line. through the woods. He's loud enough. <laughs> he really is. I love Bill Burr. Yeah. All right. Well, we're at our, our time limit right now. So, Hell yeah. Uh, our boy Manny Sierra, like the mountain, not the singer. Is yeah, there the mist, anything? Like the mist in the mountains. Yeah, the mist in the mountains. Yeah. Is there anything? I mean, we talked about your comic. Do you want to promote it? Like, let us know what it's called, where we can see Oh, yeah. It? It's called Abuela Santissima. Okay. Which means uh, saintly grandmother. Uh, it comes out November, we'll say 23rd. Okay. We'll uh, keep you posted. We'll keep you posted. The week of Thanksgiving, it'll be out on Webtoons. Yeah. Um, follow me on everything at Midday Manny. And how do you, is that M-I-D-D-A-Y or is it yeah. a hyphen? M-I-D-D-A-Y. Sometimes there's an underscore, but I don't remember which one it is. But if you Google Midday with Manny, I pop up on everything. Did you, uh, do we even talk about your podcast at all? Oh, we can talk about my podcast. Yeah, yeah. Why, don't, why don't you promote yeah. that bit? Yeah, um, I'm on everywhere Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, all that stuff. Called Midday with Manny. Okay. Uh, because I wanted to have a late night show, but that's, I don't want to be up that late. So <laughs> I did that. Um, it's in the process of coming back. So, uh, I'm redoing my studio. So what's like the, the general, like, oh, it's, of it? it's definitely just guest base. Okay. I started as a promotional thing for, like, my artistic friends. Okay. Like, I had friends who made music and painted, and nobody knew who they were, and I was like, fuck it, I'll make a podcast. If maybe one person buys, like, your album or something, I helped. Okay. So um, but now it's just, I have, like, five podcasts now. It's ridiculous. It's just a fucking mess, honestly. Well, you have five different rates. ones? Yeah. Five different podcasts? Yeah. You do it every week? Uh, every I do them sporadically. We're like I'm not consistent at all. We can like barely like get it together once a week. Dude, I have notebooks all over my house. My brain never <laughs> stops. I hate it. I wish I could turn it off. I wish I could. Do I you do. Wanna, do you want to promote all the all the rest? Ah, of them? shit. The yeah. Fucking, uh, okay. The so midday with Manny. Everything one, two, you three, got. Four, take five. it. Take yeah. A yeah. Really. <laughs> get it all out. This is the all right. Without so, the notebook. 
Dude, oh, and, whip out and the then notebook. where can we, you know, where can we see you perform? Oh yeah, um, all right, yeah, I'll get into all that. Fuck, that's a lot of stuff. Yeah, hey, you're a busy man. Yeah, right. So this, this also comes out on Monday. So uh, oh, cool. Any, anything before Monday is okay. Cool. <laughs> um, Midday with Manny is my podcast. Uh, there's the Good Brother podcast, which is a wrestling podcast. I do it with a couple of my friends. Nice. There's uh, Mr. BJ. <laughs> which is but here's a, okay hold on wow that's a fucking so the title. reason why it's called mr bj is because it's manny rucka brandon and george okay and it's just we just talk about anything like uh we usually do like comic books and stuff like that um and then i don't remember the other ones they're kind of like one episode here one episode there um but you can see me at mohegan sun october 29th 10 okay. o'clock um november 12th i'm running a show out of bridgeport creates called hey we're joking here okay um there's tickets for sale you might want to come eventbrite eventbrite yeah yeah eventbrite.com slash some stuff i'll text it to you okay yeah we'll put it up on uh, the various yeah yeah, uh every two weeks i run an open mic called shut up and give me comedy so I'm, i'm gonna be there tomorrow be here well thursday it comes out on monday paul get with it Oh fuck! You're right. Yeah. So, dude, that mic was great, wasn't it? It was sick. We did so well. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> I loved it. And I met the artist and everything. Yeah, <laughs> he was so nice. He's such a good guy, and he really no. captured my essence. Now, <laughs> one last thing. What's up? How would you rate our setup? Oh, dude, how long have you guys been podcasting? This is episode ten, so like two dude, and a half. Well, months. hold on. Leagues so- better than my first podcast. I literally had one microphone in the center of my table. And everybody was just like huddled around it. Okay, what's the uh, most memorable part of our uh, our setup here? <sighs> the most memorable, dude. That's just <laughs> fucking great. I love the cup. I don't need Google. My girlfriend knows everything. That's fucking great. The Guitar Hero stand is so nostalgic, and now I just want to go buy Guitar Hero and play. Perfect. That that was an unused paper towel roll. Yeah, and I can I tell. Water everywhere. I can tell. It's super fresh. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. Dude, yeah, honestly, only one square missing. It's just a big ass water. bounty fucking. It's just great water here. Oh, you see, I, I I try to be good to the guests. I appreciate it. I feel loved. I don't give my guests shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Manny. Well, you're welcome anytime. Thanks for coming on, guys. Check him out midday with Manny. And then, if you want more information, we'll be posting it on the Variations of Normal Instagram page. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Beautiful.